0: Hello and welcome to the Oracle of Light. I'm Shauna DeMellon. I'm a lifelong medium and certified life coach and making the connection with the afterlife has brought me the greatest joy. Since losing my son Jack, I have navigated grief, heartache and despair and it was through connecting with my son on the other side that my heart began to heal And I was able to find joy and meaning in my life again. Now I'm inviting you into this space as I explore the afterlife, the grieving process and rebuilding after loss. If you'd like to discover the spirit world and how to move through the loss of a loved one or child, you have come to the right place. This, Is the Oracle of Light. You are listening to the Oracle of Light. I am your host, Shauna DeMellon. And today I have the lovely Raina Duran with me. She is with the Baby Loss Diary. And I found one of your posts. It was a post that had. Um, your merchandise in it. So we'll have to talk about well, <laughs> that as well. There was something, I, I, yeah. I think it was a sweatshirt that I saw and it was like, oh, for mamas, who is this? So I wanted to reach yeah. out. I'm so excited for our conversation today. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, this isn't a topic that is easy for anyone. Um, and I just so uh, so appreciate your vulnerability and and your willingness to be here to share with us. So would you... Would you share your story? Let us know who yeah. you are and, and your story. Yeah. Sure. So
1: um yeah, I'm Raina. Um I am a mom to one son who had passed away. He's I had him still born, um, back in March of 2021. So he just turned two. Mm. And um, you know, I'm uh, he was my firstborn, my only so far still. And I very quickly learned about this new community that, I mean, I guess as a mom, you don't ever expect to be a part of, Um, but it had welcomed me with open arms. And I've met so many people through my son, Wes, who I'm really surprised, like, even though he's not here, I have made so many friendships because of him. And I'm so grateful for that. So. Um, yeah, that's a little bit about that. I started in the midst of my mourning, I guess you could say, I, um, had a really hard time, I guess, exp- expressing my feelings and I just didn't feel like anybody really understood where I was coming from and I didn't really know anybody that had lost a child like I had. And so I just felt very alone and I guess that's where I turned to social media. And I had made an Instagram page called The Baby Lost Diary. And I, that's where I met a lot of people who lived the same life. And um, I just felt very comfortable in sharing how I felt and what I was going through and felt more, I guess, I didn't feel alone and that I felt that I wasn't so isolated and that my feelings were completely normal. Um, and... I started a blog because I figured, you know, there's, um, my like, like word count limits on your Instagram posts. This was before reels came <laughs> to, be com- <laughs> to be completely honest. So, um, I started a blog and I started writing about little moments that I wish I could have more easily said to other people. Um, and it just really became a safe Haven for me. And I, hope other people I've heard from many people that they've if not read it or have referred it to other moms who are going through the same thing as you know or just a way to know that they're not alone. And um yeah I just started writing my feelings <laughs> as an outlet
0: and this is where this is where I am now. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Yeah. I really love that. And you know it's we talked a little bit about this before and I mean, there are not enough words in the dictionary to describe yeah. <laughs> what it feels like to lose a child and their and the emotions and the roller coaster and everything that goes with it. And I mean, I'm 10 years in. Um, you know, Jack would have been ten yeah. years. And ten years ago there weren't any resources. I remember going to my doctor and I said, I, I just I feel horrible. I, I don't know what to do. I cry all day. And she said, Well, do you wanna do you want an antidepressant? And maybe, maybe go talk to somebody. And I just sat there and yeah. I thought that's it. Like that's right. That's it? Wow. That's all you got. Yeah.
1: That's all it's, you got. It's so it's so common for them to do that. Just
0: you know. Yeah. It really. Sad.
1: Is. Here you go. Take a pill. Make you feel better.
0: Right. Here you go. Thanks. Next. Yeah. It's like. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. Next. Thanks. Thanks so much. And so I love that you you found the writing was a beautiful way to express and and to work through that. And um, I think that that's just so important. And it's. I think it's just beautiful, the community that you've created and it's just, it's a safe place for people to come and to gather. And, you know, as I said, you know, 10 years ago, we didn't have, well, there wasn't a whole lot with Instagram and there, there weren't, uh, there weren't all these different communities. And, and I think now that everyone's willing to talk about it, right? Like it's, they just, they're willing to go there and they're willing to talk about it. And yes, uh, I used to I used to think, you know, sometimes people didn't know what to say, so they wouldn't say anything, which uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of makes it even more awkward. And then sometimes they would just say something so ridiculous, right? I mean Oh my gosh, yes. That's... I'm sure yeah, yeah, I'm sure you can relate to that. is <laughs> yeah.
1: oh anything guess. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: It's so true. I guess it's just uh, I don't know. Some people, like you said, they don't know what to say, so they don't say anything at all. And it's really more like you notice. I don't know. I guess I notice and there's a little bit of awkward tension. Sometimes I guess one thing that I've learned is that I've been more comfortable in including Wes and things and almost speaking about him as if he's here, whereas people who don't necessarily know my story won't necessarily ask in that sense, I guess, like, Oh, like, you know, where is he now? Not that that sort of question comes up like all the time, but I know. I think I've learned how to integrate it in ways where it doesn't seem so dark, like, oh gosh, she's talking about her baby. (laughs)
0: Like, don't, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's true. Right. And it's, I find it so interesting because yeah, people would, even to this day, there are people, there are new people that come into my world and, and they're like, oh, who's Jack? And I'm, well, he's, he's my son. He's, he's he would have been 10 this year and then the, just the like the, the, their whole demeanor shifts and they're right. like oh, i'm so sorry and it's just it's, it's interesting to see people's people's reactions i think is yeah it's down to and it's and you know everyone grieves differently you know we talked a bit about Absolutely. that you yeah. um, know i remember sitting there really. thinking it's five stages like there's stages i'm gonna go through and i thought no <laughs> no like the, this this is incomplete and i think i I I looked at the stages and I thought, well, I just did that in five minutes, right? Can you talk a little bit about, about your, your grief and and what it looked like? Yeah. Well, I think,
1: I definitely don't think, I think my grief, if I were to like explain it is exactly how someone would assume it would be in the beginning, at least when you lose a child, like it was horrific. I was very much in shock numb. I honestly, to be like completely fair, I don't even think I really remember a lot of the details of at least like the first six months. Like I was just going through the phases, almost like looking, watching myself outside of my body and just, just zoned in. And um, it was just, it was hard. I mean, I'm not going to say it was easy, but it was just very difficult. I had a C-section and so you know, that as well was like extremely difficult. I was vulnerable. I needed a lot of help from pretty much every aspect. And, um, you know, it just looked a lot different than what I had hoped. And, um, I was in a really, really dark place. I felt like, like it just, no one heard me. No one understood me. No one would ever know what it's like to want your child as much as you want them i mean there's so many people that were excited for him and um but i think it's just different coming from a mom you know i carried him and i was with him every single day and then one day for him not to be with me when i like had everything ready for him was just very heartbreaking so i just i i found comfort in writing and i used my resources the hospital that had weston at They have a awesome, um, lost mom group that I had joined two weeks after I had less, I thought it was a little soon, but I just was so desperate to, you know, not feel so alone. And, um, it was one of the best things I did. Like I, to this day still attend when I can and I met a lot, a lot of moms. And again, I didn't feel so like, oh my gosh, this is weird. Oh my gosh, I'm alone. Like these moms have gone through the same thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, nobody wants to compare their pain, but our pain was all so similar, right? Like we all did the same thing, all birthed a child that was not alive. And the trauma, although very different, was very much the same. Like we all felt that same pain and we bonded over it, which I know seems a a little different, but I'm grateful for them and they definitely helped me out of my rut in some aspects, but found a lot of comfort in writing. I read a lot. Um, I took the time, I took the time off that I needed and just kind of try to gather my, gather myself and learn to adjust to my new normal. Um, I guess I learned really quickly what my triggers were (laughs) and what, in what I did, did and did not like. And I think looking back on it now, now that since March was his second birthday, you know, it's the second year, um, I just, I feel a lot of growth. I think my grief is different than what it was then. Like I still grieve, but I grieve differently than how I did in the first year. And I maybe a little smile more and not feel like I'm gonna cry <laughs> out of nowhere, which is, which is good. I think it's growth. <laughs> So
0: absolutely, absolutely. And I used to always joke with people, you know, those first couple of years after Jack, it was like, I didn't wear mascara. Because I thought, "Oh, yeah, you never know. I never know. Right? Like I could, I I would see like, a mom with her kids, or I would see a big pregnant belly walk by or I'd just be like, Oh, wow. Okay. And here we go. Right? It was just I never, I never knew. And I love what you said. I love how you, you figured out what your triggers are, where your triggers were. Would you share yeah. a little bit about that? Would you share? Yeah,
1: there were things that I, I mean, I'm i am sure everyone has felt this. It's like something that just makes you emotional all of a sudden. And um, one of them was I, shortly after my C-section, I had to go to the doctor's office. And I mean, you know, the OBGYN's office is full of pregnant bellies and just expectant mothers. And it's like, yes. I was devastated. I, the hospital that I had, Wes had, I didn't, I couldn't even drive by it without having a panic attack. I worked at a hospital as well at the time. And, um, that was where I was when I had found out that, well, I got the feeling that he was not okay. And I had a really hard time going back to work, um, to the point where my husband had to drive me before I even had to go to work so I can get that exposure therapy pretty much to like, try to work my way back into where I, what, where I was. And, um, it was just, it was really hard. I mean, there are triggers that I didn't want to face, but I had to. And then there's some that just come out of nowhere where you see a kid that should be the same age as your child and there's nothing you can do about it. But I still, I still get like that sometimes. Like I still feel triggered in some aspects. Um, Before I used to burst into tears. I would just, like you said, like you didn't know (laughs) when to wear mascara, I would cry. Mm -hmm. I mean, the great thing about being, I guess, an individual too, is that I was able to just walk away. You know, I learned that when I am uncomfortable, it is okay to walk away and do what you need to do for yourself. And I really hope, I still do. I hold true to that. Like, if I am not comfortable, I'm not comfortable. And it's something that I have learned that, you know, some people may not understand. And it's not out of, it's not meant to be rude. It's just, I am not ready to be vulnerable in that sense, maybe in front of these people, or I just don't want to, right? Like, it's an emotion that I don't want to visit right now. So let me just take a step back. Um, but I feel like, you know, my triggers have definitely kind of like my grief, they ebb and they flow and they grow and they change. And one day something may not affect me and the next day it may, I just, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Right. Like it's, it's so true. I love what you said. I mean, it's just there. You never really know. You never really know. um, I think that we're always growing and and changing and shifting. And um, I surprised someone a couple of years ago and I said, I, it's not something that I'll ever get over. Yeah. It's, it's something that I've learned to manage. I've learned to live with. I've, you know, and I'm, you know, I wasn't the same person anymore. Like after after everything that I, that I went through, it was just like, huh. Okay. I, I, it was like getting to know a whole new me and a whole new life. And, and again, it's, you know, I was I was chatting with someone else earlier today about this, and I mean, I've lost grandparents, and I've lost, you know, relatives and friends and, and loved ones, and the grief from losing a child, there aren't enough words in the dictionary, there are not enough ways to describe that pain. And, um, you know, and when I meet, you know, another mom who has lost a child, it's like, there's this, this connection, this bond. And it's just, it's kind of this instant thing. It's like, Oh, hello. Yeah. It's like, you don't even have to say anything. It's like, "Mm -hmm, I get you. Yeah, I get you. And it's, you know, and it's, it's certainly not a club any of us would want to be a part of, and and I think we're we're just making the the, the most of it. We're making the best of of a situation like that, and it's um, Absolutely. it is right. And so, thank you for sharing that. I mean, it's those different triggers, right? Like it's, and I think that I think it's so important to, that we have to be our own advocate. You know, Absolutely. you're saying, you know, I don't feel good. I need to remove myself. I don't want to talk about this. This isn't right. You know, and yeah, and it's it's interesting because I look at how losing Jack has changed who I am. And oh, yeah. it's almost like, not in a mean way, but it's almost like my level of tolerance is gone down. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Is that your I final agree. answer? Is is that your right. final answer? Did, did you just really say that? And I kind of sit with it and it was like, huh. And I was so used to being, I guess a people pleaser before everything happened with Jack. I was so used to you know keeping the peace and everybody's happy and we're all having a good time and, da, 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 da. and and then i find that that was one of the big things that shifted it was just like wow i really i don't even know why i'm here with you i don't even know i'm not even sure and it just it was interesting because it was just i think having your heart hurt like that it and and being so vulnerable and finding your way through something that Is so so difficult and just so heartbreaking. I think it just there's a different level of resiliency, maybe. Like I'm I'm more protective of myself. I'm you know I definitely think it's more protective. Like,
1: you know, you're you're on guard, (laughs) you're on defense always. Like, no, no, no. I guess it's just you're protect, yeah, you're protecting yourself. You don't want to get hurt again. And I think that's a very valid and normal response in a situation like ours, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to get hurt. No one wants to get hurt, but you don't want to get
0: hurt again. No. And I mean, not that I would ever, you know, at this stage of the game, I mean, not that I would ever experience, you know, losing another child. It just, it's yeah. When you, when you have felt the depths of despair and heartache and just, Oh, it's like your whole world is ripped away from you when you have experienced that and you've worked your way back from that. It's like, you're different. You know, there are a lot of women I chatted with that um, were diagnosed with PTSD and yeah. anxiety, depression. I mean, there are just so many, so many different avenues it can take. And there was one mom that I met years ago and, you know, she had miscarried and, um, you know, within a few months, she was like, okay, we got to get going again. We got to do this. And she didn't She never looked at it. Never. Yeah. Looked at it. She never shed a tear, never talked about it. She was like, nope, no, we have to do this, this, this has to happen. It was, it was interesting, right? Because no one, no one grieves the same way. There's no book that says, Hey, here, this is what you can expect. No. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. just, oh, my goodness. No, absolutely not. And everybody's different. Like everybody takes
1: it completely different. Some people choose not to talk about it. And some people do. And that's completely fine. Like, that's just, if that's what you're comfortable with. And so be it, right?
0: Like that's teach their own. Like, exactly yeah exactly if, if it's something that you want to share then that's wonderful and if not that's okay too um, right and now would you share with us um the bear would you share this oh yeah the bear yeah i love this yeah
1: so um i shortly after he had passed away i found a company they're called molly bears and they make bears remembrance bears for parents who have had a stillborn or lost their child and i don't remember the weights but they they're able to make them pretty small. And then I think they go up to eight pounds. Um, and so I ordered a bear and you tell them, you know, just a couple things that you like and like things that you remember your child by. So I put his name and then we had planned to paint his nursery, like an olive green and um, just like very like neutral browns. So I told them, oh yeah, I like the greens and I like the browns. And I was on their website and I had looked them up and I had seen Different bears because they're all very different. Like, some are like long furry bears, some are shorter, like haired bears. And mm. I had seen one that specifically his little like snout area had a smile. And so I had asked for a bear that had a smile. And um, so you wait. I, I don't remember how long I waited. It was probably about a month because they only open, I don't know if it's still the same, but at the time they only opened the ordering process one day or a couple days out of the month. And it's like the middle of the month. So it's very tight, like time frame. And, um, yeah, when we had got our West bear, we call him West bear. West um, yeah, and he had a cute little smile. He had the smile on his face. He's a brown bear and he's got a green patch that says his name on it and a little bow. And he weighs exactly what West weighed when he was born. He was two pounds, 11 ounces. And, um, it's just, it's so comforting. Like he is, you know, he is him to me, like my West bear is my West. And in the beginning I used, I, I literally took him everywhere with me. Like he stayed with me when I moved from the bed to the couch, like he was on my hip. Um, now just because I don't want him to get like ruined. He like sits <laughs> up on our, up on our library, but, um, I take him with me like for his birthday. We take him where we go. We always go to West beach is what we call it. And He comes with us and he holds a balloon and social occasions, but he is a good, I don't know, like when I just feel like I need a little something from Wes, I just hold him and it's just like,
0: you know, so great to like feel him. (laughs) I love that. I love that. And. I, I will have all of your contact info in the show notes and yeah, you have a picture of him on your Instagram. It's just, it's, Oh
1: yes. Yes. So sweet.
0: <laughs> so sweet. I love that. That is such a beautiful, such a beautiful way to have our child closer. I mean, that is just so beautiful, right? Like, I just think that that yes. is, that just warms my heart. It's just, Oh my goodness. Right. Like that is just, that is so beautiful. I love that now yeah. and uh, please share about about the merchandise because you've got sure. oh yeah got yeah and yeah um, I totally forgot so
1: last mother's day I and I mean like still now like I still try to find ways that I can give back or you know do something to embrace motherhood like it's so hard and that was like one of the blogs that I had talked about is that I it's hard for me and it, I mean it's gotten I guess a little bit easier, but in a sense, like I know I'm a mom, right. And my closest friends and family and people that know me know that I'm a mom, but from the outside, like anybody else wouldn't know that I'm a mom, right. Because I don't, I don't have a baby. I don't have a physical baby here with me to prove my my motherhood. And in the beginning, I was really upset about that. Like it really hurt me that I, did not have him here to prove it, but yet why, like, it shouldn't be that I need a child on my hip to prove that I'm a mom. Like I am very much a mom as anybody else. Right. Like I did, I did all of it. I went to the doctor's appointments. I birthed him, you know? So I just wanted to find ways to give back and like embrace motherhood like I was really kind of I felt like an imposter at some points I had a lot of mom clothes that I was ready to wear you know the ones that said mama motherhood like boy mom and I was just so upset like I put everything in a box I packed it all away shortly after we had come home from the hospital because I didn't want to see it like that was a trigger for me and um I just I wanted to be included and so I I like to sew. I brought an embroidery machine and I started making sweaters. It was for last mother's day. I made shirts and some bags and I just put it out there on my page and I was like, Hey, if anybody wants some, like, let me know. I'll make you one. And so, yeah, I had a few people reach out and I made sweaters a lot for my family and I still, I wear them. I wore them my first mother's day. Um, you know, I I bring them out every year for mother's day Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, I don't know. I just felt like it was a way for me to not feel like an imposter because I feel like there's also a lot of moms out there who maybe are like me who have not had another baby and, you know, still moms and like to be included and not like looked that funny when you're wearing a mom shirt and they're like, well, where's your, where's your I kid? Your child. Yeah, Right. And so in a safe, in our safe space, I was like, this is something that I love to make for you know, anybody wants it. So yeah, that's what I did last Mother's Day. That was my,
0: <laughs> that
1: was my um, little venture. I love
0: that. Cause you had, you had bags. and t-shirts. Yeah, I was on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> there were so many beautiful things. I just, I think that that is just, that is so, that's so beautiful. And it's true, right? Like it's, and that's something that, that I think society just sort of brushes aside. It's like, oh, well, you know, you know, I just people said just such ridiculous things to me. They were like, oh, yeah. hey, "Well, you have Emma," or it just wasn't meant to be, or you know, you could adopt, or they just they would just say all these crazy, crazy things. Is there? You wrote about this. It was what not to say. Could oh, you sh- yeah. share a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, we've heard some horrible things, and I mean, you know, I I like to think that these things are said with they're not said with like bad intentions, right? Like just people don't know what to say. And, um, Mm -hmm. but sometimes like, and that's where it's like a very like weird line to tread, right? Like there's sometimes where it's like saying nothing is, you know, not the greatest thing, but also at the same time, I almost rather not hear, I would rather hear nothing than hear the at least or, you know, like, things you know you should be grateful and all this stuff and again like we're not here to compare like sure like I I guess but at the same time it's like it's still if you were on the other side of this you would not want to hear that and um I've heard I've heard so many platitudes that it's like especially in the beginning where I'm just in the beginning I would say a lot of it went way over my head because again still too numb to kind of like comprehend what's going on not really focused. Everything went in one ear, out the other, just trying to survive at that point. But as I got further along and I started to really like, I guess, like protect myself and take things in, I was like, my God, like, don't say that. That is not okay. And, you know, I think like, I'm grateful that I'm not a confrontational person because Mm -hmm. I feel like like you said, we've changed, right? Like there's a whole different, like the person I am today is definitely not the person I was before I had Wes. And I would say that I'm more like, well, non-confrontational and I'm kind of like quiet in a sense, like when I'm really like out doing my own thing. Um, And if someone were to tell me that, like, I wouldn't say anything. And so now I feel like it's more, I feel more confident in myself and saying like, Hey, like that's not okay. You don't want to like I get it. And we're probably coming from a very genuine place, but you don't say that to someone who's lost a baby or a child or, you know, it's just, there's better things to say. Right. Just kind of like, think about it. Right. Like think about what you're going to say first.
0: Right. Do you remember, do you remember anything? Does anything speak out? Does it, do you remember anything that, that someone oh had? Gosh. You there was a good one that I had written about, but
1: I honestly can't remember it off the top of my head. But I, I mean, I've gotten a lot of, well, at least, You know, I had a very complicated pregnancy. I have autoimmune conditions that make, you know, a lot of things go bad. And there's a lot of stuff going on. I had, it was, I was a high risk patient. It was a lot, but you know, some of the ones that I, I mean, that were very common were that at least, like, at least you're young, you could try again, you know? at least, at least you got, I mean, I didn't have another child, but you know, I have my dogs and husband, well, at least you got a supportive husband. It's like, yeah, but we will never have Wes. Like he is what I want. Like I will never have him. Like Mm -hmm. there's no, at least to that. And I mean, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful and so thankful that I am okay. Right. Like I did the pregnancy and that, although it turned out, not at all how I wanted it to. I'm I'm grateful that in the end that I am okay, but that's not the at least. Like in a perfect world, I would be okay and Wes would be here and we would be one big happy family. And you know, people don't people don't think about it that way. But again, they don't know the ins and outs. And oh. I don't think I always try to give them benefit of doubt. I have, I doubt I've met a person that said anything where it was meant to be malicious. Like, I know that's not the case. It's just, you yeah. know, people don't think before they speak.
0: Mm-mm. And it's, it's, it's hurtful sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really is, right? And, and it's just, yeah, you know, it's, um, and and I, I love to, you know, that's part of why I do what I do, right? Like, it's just, no, I, this is what I experienced. And I have this loss and it's a real loss. This is real loss. I actually had a, um, there was a a session I had with a a reader. It's uh, in the Akashic records. And so the Akashic records are like a library of your soul, so to speak. I booked this session. I was really curious. And the first thing that she had said is she said, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for your loss. And I said, Oh, and she said, Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said, you experienced something so profoundly painful, that it Whoa. is forever in your records for your soul. And I said, and of course, I'm crying. I'm like, Oh, my God, what is this? How do you know this? And yeah. Said, yeah, and I said, Yeah, I lost my son. And she was just like, Oh, wow. She said, I am just so sorry. And so it just, it was interesting, because it's, it's it, it allowed me to have a voice with it. It was like, This is a real loss like have i didn't need someone else to validate it but it it's almost like it gave me the confidence to say yeah and acknowledge right and i think
1: like with child like with the child loss and like you know stillbirths like with wes like i you know a lot of i mean i was pregnant in the midst of covid so of course i was pretty sheltered right like i didn't want to go out like i was doing everything I could to protect myself and him. And um so not not really, not a lot of people seeing me, right? Like to make it more real. Um and I think that's also part of it too, is like, yeah, there's a few pictures of me, right? Like, okay, she was pregnant, but no one got to see him. You know, I don't I myself and my husband, we don't necessarily share a lot of pictures of him. And that's just not out of like, I guess we just choose not to because they're sacred to us and, yeah. you know, they're special to us. And like people closest to us have seen him, Um but we don't, that's just something that we've both like, you know, I guess not mutually agreed or just haven't felt compelled to show his face. Although he is very much a real person, right? Like he was a human. He had a beating heart. He... Had all ten fingers and ten toes. Um, he had hair; like it was just everything. And so I think because some the outside world didn't see him, it makes him less real. Mm-hmm. But he was very real to me. Like he kicked my belly. Like That's you not- know, there's there's other things. But again, unless you or know us or like were around us during that time no one would know right and so no it just makes it feel less real but he really
0: is very much he was here <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely and i always tell moms you will always be that child's mother right it's etched in your heart forever that is not ever going to change like it's just yes. yeah it just that it is it just it is what it is and um i love what you said you know it's 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 real. And, you know, with the work that I do, I have a lot of people, you know, not as much anymore. Like over the years, it's just, I think I've just, I, I embody it so much. I'm like, whatever. If (laughs) if it resonates great, if it doesn't, that's okay too. We can still be friends, right? Like I'm just, I just share the information. And if it resonates, then people, people go with it. And I would have people say to me, well, how do you know that this is real? And how do you know that? And I used to always say, well, how do you know you're breathing oxygen? Did you buy some at Costco? Like really? (laughs) right and everyone's experience is is their own and everyone has different filters and everyone has you know like you said i mean not everyone wants to talk about their loss and not everyone wants to you know share everything and then there are other people that share everything like there's every their videos and pictures and it's like oh wow like it's just yeah. oh my goodness they are putting everything out there and and that's okay it's like okay for yeah. whatever, whatever you need to do um i love how I love how you talk about um destigmatizing baby loss. I just oh, yes. I love that. I think that's so powerful.
1: Yes. I honestly, like, I think, and that's one thing I, I want to be honest, right? Like, I think, especially like with my community that I know, like we're, we're young. Like I've never, like I said, we've never seen, I have never seen anybody that I know lose a child. So it's not all sunshines and rainbows for everybody. And it sucks. It sucks so bad that like, I'm the one that got picked to go through this, right? I wouldn't want anybody to go through it. But it's like, well, I got picked to go through it. And so I'm doing my best to help I guess others feel comfortable with approaching me about something, God forbid, they have to go through that. But they have someone who's been through it who's not afraid to talk about it in a sense that, like, you know, like I'm here and like this is how I felt. And like, I hope that if you're in that situation, like, God forbid, but you could come to me and, you know, we could talk about it like in a comfortable, safe environment. Um, and I think there is a big stigma on it. And I think there's a lot of like, almost like shame. Like how, how dare you, you know, talk about babies dying. It's like, but it's, it's, it's true, you know, babies die and it's, it's not, it's not pretty. It's really not pretty. And it's like, no one talks about like moms, you know, like everything that they go through after like depression, anxiety, like I'm still dealing with my anxiety. Like, it's like, it's not, it's something that forever shapes you and like changes you. And I mean, too, with the dads, like no one talks about the dads. so going to be starting. <laughs> like, and so, yep. you know, like, I think it's, it's just, it's a lot on everybody and you're just trying to navigate and feel normal, but also like, you know, not let go of what you know. And, but also like trying to move forward. There's a very like, again, that line, you're trying to like tear that line. Oh. It's really hard sometimes, but yeah, I don't think it shouldn't be something shameful. Like there were children, there are children, you're a mom, you're a dad. And you know, if, if they were alive, it would be very different, but they, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be shameful. Right. But now because they're not here, it's like, Oh, well, you we shouldn't talk about it. No, <laughs> it's 2023. I'll talk about my son if I would like to
0: yes. like, this is his name. This is who he he is, right? Like it's, and it's so important, you know, the majority of, of the women that I work with, um, you know, it's, it's always been like that. My practice has always been primarily women, which is fine. And then in this last, last year, I've, I've had a few women say, can my husband come too?" or, you know, can, and of course, and I'm just, so I've opened it up to everybody. I'm like, I just communicate with, those sweethearts on the other side. And, and yeah, the last, um, the last uh, group that I presented to, it was half dads. And it was like, wow, they have lost as well. I mean, yes, we have, you know, there's so many physical things, right? I mean, after, I mean, that is, it touches every part of you, right? Like, it's just, oh, you know, my baby died. It's, Well, no, that's part of my spirit and my heart and my physical body and my mental state and my emotions and my spirit. And it's just, there's so many different components to it. And I think that, you know, like I said earlier, I mean, I always say to people, there aren't enough words to describe how I felt or how I feel or what it feels like. You cannot describe that. Like I say to people, it's like my heart just shattered into a million pieces and I didn't know yeah. it, it was ever going to be okay. And it's not something that you can, you know, just put on a shelf and think, Oh, maybe I'll deal with it later. It's just, it impacted every aspect of my life. Did you find that yeah. well? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Like I think there's just so much. I, I definitely think my emotions, like I've, like we talked about, like, I'm not the same person that I was. I know it. I feel it. And I think, you know, I'm learning, I'm still learning. And I just think that it really affects you in more ways than I would have ever imagined. Right. Like I, I wouldn't have ever guessed that it would have been the way it is and it's it's hard and it's very hard to describe like it's a very it's a wave like you know some days are good some days are bad and some days i like you know i'm triggered more and some days i'm i'm fine and then there's you know thing random things pop up and i'm like oh my god like i just can't today and yeah. there's just you know it you just know, you don't know and mm-hmm. I think it, like we talked about before, it's all very different for all of us. Like my husband too, like he, I think talking about the dads, like they're totally like forgotten about, which is so sad. Like I had a lot of people ask about me, but not very many ask about him. And, um, you know, I think thinking back on it, he, he, I'm very lucky. He was able to stay home with me for at least a month, like a little bit over a month. And, um, we had that time to grieve and mourn together. Um, but of course, because I, I birthed a baby, like I stayed out longer than he did. And so he had to go back to work and, you know, he was thrown back into his normal very quickly and um, kind of had to suppress like those feelings. Right. Like to get back into work and like kind of think, OK, like we got to you know pay the bills. We got to do this. We're back in back to where we were and um I'm grateful because we have been very open and honest and I think that's something that ultimately like brought us closer together because there's times where something like this just tears you apart and like I'm I'm so thankful for him because we found each other more in the midst of all this and you know we're just open and honest about our feelings and our grief and we recognize that we both grieve very differently and you know he, his emotions should not be forgotten and i i think that's something that a lot of even when i talk to other lost moms that i've met like through the years they're like yeah well you know my husband and it's like nobody talks about them like do they want to get together like,
0: like you know yeah. so It's so true, right? And I'm I'm noticing more groups now um, for dads. And I'm yes. Yeah. And and mine is, you know, my group, my meetup group is is it's open to everyone. It's it's uh, a
1: great, it's a great way for everybody to feel included. And I think it's also something that like you grieve together, right? Like even though you grieve completely different, but you're grieving together. mm -hmm. And you know, his relationship with Wes was very different than the relationship that I had with him, right? Like he, in the midst of COVID, like he never went to any appointments with me because he couldn't, like, it's not, he didn't want to be there, but he never got to see the ultrasound live. Like I had videos and stuff. Thank God for technology, but he never got to go and experience that. And same with like, you know, me, like I, I, I carried him. So of course I felt him. I like, I had all the like ins and out, like mother's intuition, they say, but like, it was just so very different. And like, he recognizes that as well. Like my husband knows like my relationship with Wes was very different than the one that he had with him. And he also knows that like, and he's the first to always say like her grief is very different than mine because she carried him. Right. And so like, but then at the same time, like his grief is also you know it's not that it's not valid like it's still there like you were his dad you you saw my belly you know we messed with the kicks like you know you're poking (laughs) him back too like (laughs) there's you had moments in it as well and I think it's just dads need to be recognized too like they very much grieve just like moms do and even though they may not be crying like you know some moms do um they still they still are hurt by the situation and they still, it still leaves a lasting impact on them as well. So
0: can't forget about the dads. (laughs) Absolutely. And I just, I love everything you said. It's, it's true. I mean, it's um, yeah. I mean, women are more, maybe more vocal and then we cry and and there's this outward expression. Um, And again, it's not to say that we, we do, you know, men and women grieve differently. And I think there's so many, so many extra layers to that. Right. I mean, there's just so many extra layers to it for a woman, but you're right. I mean, the men, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been there if it hadn't been for. right. You're right.
1: Mr. So Man. like, you know, it's just like, I feel like people just forget them in the midst of all of this, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just like there, but like he had to go to work before I did. Like there was no way if I had to go to work, you know, a month after all that, I would have been even worse uh, than what I was going back four months later. So it's like, you know, there's just they they hold it down, and I am so grateful. And like I've learned so much from from him, and just how he grieves and how he overcomes his situations. And like when I feel like I'm not overcoming something, I you know I look to him and I'm like, how do you do it?
0: Because I need some of that. I need some. Yes, please. Right. Ah, well, he's he's your rock, and. You know, yeah. it's, it's beautiful that you have each other. And I love how you, you shared that, um, you know, it's brought you closer together. Like, it's just, it's, it's something that you've navigated together. I mean, and in the midst of a pandemic as well, oh, Yeah, I mean, oh, oh, goodness. Yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah. That was, I mean, no one liked that time, but you know, it was, it, it was, we we're always in lockdown, right? Like it was just me,
0: him and Wes, like, and our dog, <laughs>
1: <Yep>. <laughs> always. on the
0: couch watching movies. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, there's so much, there's so much that, that goes along with that. Could you share, um, a little bit of your self care, your self care ideas? Oh yeah. Hmm.
1: So I really, I like to shop. That is like my way of therapy, like retail therapy (laughs) when I need, when I really need a quick pick me up. Um, that's something that I do. I've recently, not really recently, recently, but in the last year I've gotten back into reading. Um, I just think there's something like, there's a lot of books. Like I, right when I first had lost Wes, I read, um, it's okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I honestly could probably go back and read it because again, just very numb and not really focused, but it was something to kind of like help get me out of, what I was dealing with. Um, and I found it comforting even now, like I've, I've read a lot more in the past year than I have ever before. I think I just found a new love for it. And I think it's again, like a way to kind of like escape in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and then aside from that, like, I'm also really big in therapy. still. like, I think, you know, therapy is not for everybody, but I think for me, it definitely helps like to talk to someone that's not biased, like just doesn't know anything in the past or like my history and just being able to like work through those moments that maybe that I haven't been able to like really work through because avoidance, like no one wants to go back there. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that has really helped me just kind of manage my, like in the beginning, definitely the depression, even now my anxiety, like I think I, I hate to say it, but, like, the birth and the trauma and has given me a lot of health anxiety, and, like, I've just been trying to learn to deal with it, right? So, also, I, I will never deny a good facial or, like, a massage, you know? So, I think, you know, uh, finding those little outlets that, like, you like for yourself, everybody's, again, different, but I found that like, reading has been such such a joy for me like just kind of experiencing a different world in a book is
0: it's fun (laughs) it really is right and and like you nailed it it's it gives us an opportunity just to go somewhere else and just yes yeah just not that we're trying to escape but it's just a little bit more of a distraction maybe it just sort of quietens quiets those those thoughts and and the feelings and it just allows us to Maybe it is an escape, right? Like it's just yeah.
1: I mean, like sometimes you just—it's a lot, right? And I think yeah. Sometimes, and going through the day and like other factors coming up, and you know, work and all this other stuff. I just think sometimes you need to escape. (laughs) So
0: it's true, right? And it's okay, right? Like I think I think it's it's just so important to. It's almost like I mean there have been women over the years that I've worked with, and it's it's almost like I was giving them permission. I mean I was giving them permission to be angry. I was angry at God, I was angry at my husband, I was angry at everyone. I was like, how (laughs) dare you? This was not the plan. And I'm a planner, I'm a planner. I was like, this thing, the same will look like (laughs) and I had a plan. Plot twist. Yeah. Right. I was like are you kidding me? Oh my God. Um, as yeah, a lot of women have come to see me over the years and, you know, it's, they usually don't bring up, um, that they've lost a baby and they, they don't really bring it up. And then it just, it just comes up and it's, there's just this, this sense of relief I find, um, that they can share it and they're not being judged. They're not being told to stop talking about it. They're not, you know, like I'm, it's not an uncomfortable conversation that I can have with someone. I can just hold space and just allow it to be whatever it needs to be. And just honoring the experience, honoring the loss. And, you know, I always tell people grief and joy, they co you know, yeah, there are, yes, days, they do. When, yeah, there are days when I'm happy and joyous and things are are running along smoothly. And then every now and again, something will creep up. Where was I the other day? I was at the mall. And there was um there was a little boy running ahead of me. And you know, like my son, I see him growing up in heaven. So whenever I whenever he comes into chat, he's he looks like a 10-year-old. And there was a little boy that ran right in front of me. And he turned, he looked at me, and he smiled. And I was my heart was just Aww. like, uh. Oh, and he was like, Hey, blah, 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 And he was showing me something on his phone. He goes, Look at this. Da, 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 da. And I said, Wow, that's pretty cool. He goes, Right? And then he ran. And after he left, I thought, that's what I always say. I always say, right. And I was just like, just for a split, it was like, oh my God, what would it, what would my life be like in this moment? If that was my son here, Yeah, like, what would that, like, I just, you know, and it's again, I'm 10 years in So I've, I've grieved him and mourned him. And, you know, I've reconciled all of that. I've, you know, begrudgingly accepted it. This, this is, this is what it is. And I'm blessed to, you know, do what I do. And I can connect with him and experience him and chat with him and and know that he's safe. And he's, he's with my other loved ones. And it's just, yeah, it's, there's still still moments. I mean, I think about him every day all the time. Yeah, there's still moments where I think, it oh, would have been so cool to have him here, to show him this, or I wonder what, you know, I wonder what his soul's expression would have been. I wonder, you know, what would he have played hockey? Like, would he have, yeah. you know, would he have been a mama's boy? Yes. I like yeah. to think, so, right? <laughs> right. And it's just, yeah, I it just, it's, it's all of those different things. And um, I can think about those things now and just, it's a tender spot in my heart, but it also brings me joy because it's like, that was real. Like that love will never die. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I
1: definitely. Yeah. I, I completely agree every year. I mean, every year, the last two years, I guess, well the last, yeah, the last couple of years, we, um, we get Christmas ornaments and we've made it like a thing where, you know, what do we think Wes would be into this year? And so I, you know, I think it's just something he has his own tree and so every year a will have a new ornament and for that year, what do we think he would really enjoy? Right. And Aww. I think I'm excited to kind of see like, as he gets into like the teens, like what do we think he would be into?
0: <laughs> right? right. Yeah. Would he be absolutely all over the place or would, right. he, you know, highly, you know, this, this intellect that always had, had his nose in a book or would he be right. a, a mad scientist? Right. Like it's, it's kind of, it's fun. Right. And so I, I thank you for, thank you for, um, sharing that with me because it's, there are not a lot of people that I can have that conversation with because it's, yeah. some people think it's morbid or it's weird or okay. Okay. Whatever. I like
1: to think he like ages, right? Like, like yeah. we age, like, and yeah. I mean, we celebrate his birthday. Like we yeah. take that day to be together and sing to him happy birthday and like acknowledge, you know, that that was his day. And, Yep. You know, I like to think like, what would he be like? And like right now he would be two. And I mean, like, you know, what are two year olds into like coca Like, what do you, you know, I don't know. And I, I wish I did know, but I, I think that is part of the joy in it is that I get to imagine what I think he would be. And one day, you know, I'll be lucky enough to like know and he'll be able to tell me like, well, you're right. Or no mom, you're wrong. like
0: so far off basically yeah (laughs) right i love that dinosaurs (laughs) okay (laughs) cool okay we're gonna roll with that that's amazing yeah i i am just so grateful grateful for um our time today would you tell everyone how they can find you i know you're on instagram you've got oh yeah yeah I i i am on instagram
1: at the baby lost diary one word um I am also, I have a blog. It's thebabylostdiary.com. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm. you can find me there. Um, I, I try to get on there as often as I can. I'm really into the stories these days. I mean, I feel like everybody is, right? Like that's what's going on on social media. So yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a public um, site and you could just read up and check in. And again, like I said, my DMs are always open. So if anybody wants to, talk about the babies or just anything in general. Like I said, I like to sew. <laughs> Always looking right? for new tips. I like to
0: read. Yep. Absolutely. Send me a
1: book you love.
0: <laughs> exactly. Right. Like it's just, yeah, I absolutely love that. And we will have all of that, um, all of your contact info in the show notes. Cool. And again, thank you so much for sharing, for sharing your story, sharing your sweet boy, your Weston He's yes. Thank thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, what else, what else is possible? What other, what other magic we create moving forward?
1: Yeah, you know, definitely. It's not for one, it's not shameful, you know, and baby loss is completely normal, unfortunately, and Mm -hmm. no one should feel alone or isolated. Exactly.
0: I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Raina, for sharing your heart, your baby loss journey, and your sweet boy Weston with all of us. All of Raina's contact info will be in the show notes. Be sure to follow Raina on Instagram at The Baby Diary, and you can visit her website, thebabylossdiary.com for more information and her beautiful blog posts. You can find me on Instagram at Shauna DeMellon Medium, or visit my website at livealifeyoulove.org where you'll find my offerings, including my Growing Up in Heaven program, where you'll find peace in your heart as you learn to make the connection with your child in spirit. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time here on the Oracle of Light.